Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. The following podcast contains strong language, like what the actual fuck. Hi, I'm Abra Thompson, and I play Sophie in this country, and you are listening to the What the Actual Fuck This Country podcast. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to WTAF of This Country podcast. And it's Top Trump's time once again. Welcome, one and all. Come in, get yourself a drink, put the fire on because it's coldy woldy outside, and just snuggle up. And let's talk about Uncle Nugget with our guests. Of course, it's the one and only Neil. Hello, Pop. How are you today on this How... cold and brassic winter's How are you doing? Evening. I feel that like you got some. You're coming into money because your hands are all itchy. Has Apparently. anyone else ever heard that? <laughs> I bet. Well, if we get any feedback from this podcast about that, I bet other people have heard it. Well, itchy hands equals yeah. Itchy you're coming into itchy, itchy. Well, I know. I think that's something else, Neil. There's no, nothing no, to do with money. No, no, my age. No, <laughs> your age. <laughs> <laughs> now we are joined with someone that we love ever so much. She is one of our biggest supporters, and uh, she is one of the one of the biggest brains of this country. You ask her anything about this country, she knows a lot about it. And she's had big man to ask her questions and everything. So uh, it's Helena. Hello, Helena. Hey. You put hey. me on a pedestal now. <laughs> oh, dear. I have. So if you ever see Helena at one of our live shows, just ask her loads of questions about this country. She'll get every <laughs> single one right. Uh, yeah, right. Pressure now. on. Pressure on there, Helena. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now let's get... It's not uh, going to be around in the live show, okay? We're not having to ask Helena a question. Right? <laughs> we ought to have... We ought to have you sat on the stage with us, Helena, like Stato, you know? Just, yeah. When we say anything about this country, you can come in and say, well, actually... Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. You could be our corrector. At minute seven, uh, sec- second 57 on the second episode of the third series, they said this. You'd be there straight away. That's a good uh, idea. Mm. 
Let's, I feel let's... like you think I know more than I actually do. <laughs> well, I don't know you do. I mean, you do. But well, yeah, we'll, do. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find yeah. out how much you know, um, especially about one particular character. But before we do that, we have to uh, get on with the news of or the, or the information from last week's episode, which, of course, was Len. Um, so we've got some feedback from a couple of people here. John Bolter, so a couple of his scores. So for Peeper... He gave uh, Len 60 and said, he's a romantic idealist rather than a peeper. You fill my dance with jive. You're the only thing keeping me alive. Could have been written by William Wordsworth or Krista Burr. He said. <laughs> 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 uh, which I thought was a lovely line. Uh, random acts of kindness. He gave him 70. Wow. Said, Just send him details of your Nigerian bank account and he'll put some money in it, but don't ask him to do it on a Tuesday mind. <laughs> Wait, is that um, kindness or is that just conning him? That's more of a cockwomble, I think. I think yeah. Yeah. Uh, Samantha Wright, now she wrote a little thing here saying, Hi, guys. Gosh, I went off in a completely different direction for Len's backstory. Now, see how you feel about this one. I believe he always lived in the village and was the son of the local baker or butcher. Breaking with tradition of following into the family business, he pursued his dreams of becoming a writer, an experience that didn't end well. His debut, A History of the Rural Scarecrow, failed to attract a publisher, and when a chapter of his book featured in the Village Gazette, the comments were mostly negative. Obviously hurt by the feedback, he started buying up all the newspaper copies he could find from shops in the village and surrounding areas, which sadly triggered his hoarding nightmare. Oh, Um, wow quite a good idea i think that's, yeah that's a great you know? story uh the tension and rivalry with arthur is deep rooted as arthur stole his first love but ultimately he's just a lonely old fellow in need of a friend to natter with Aww. oh i like that backstory <laughs> that's quite i think that's that's a nice sort of origin mm. story i think yeah. um quite believable and of course who else would know better len better than the one and only trevor cooper yeah. sent us a, a little message and said that he thought that the scores were not far off, should be a bit higher on random acts of kindness meter, think of his relationship with Kerry in the tea towel scene, and slightly higher on high, having a laugh. Think Scheidenfrau. Now, now, this is it. I looked at it. Now, Helena, as, as you are now <laughs> our official stato, what's Scheidenfrau? No blooming idea whatsoever. Right. Well, actually, I had to look online. <laughs> Schauden, well, Schadenfreude or Schadenfreude means finding joy in someone else's misfortune. Ah, okay. So there oh, you go. Okay. So if anything, Trevor, thank you for teaching us what Schadenfreude. Yeah. Every yeah. day's a learning day. Uh, yeah, and I may not be saying it correctly, but there you go. Schadenfreude. Well, thank you, Trevor. They, thank you, Trevor. Uh, so Len's final scores are... Got range, 68. So pretty good in a fight. Yeah. Peeper, 51. Okay. Quite middle in. Random Acts of Kindness, 27. Yeah. So I think that's pretty fair. Cockwomble, 66. Yeah. And Having a Laugh, a measly 22. Ooh. Yeah, I think they're all about right. I think I... I think decent card, isn't it? Really, a yeah. decent card. Just <laughs> yeah. don't don't get caught on having a laugh or random acts of kindness when you got Len in your pocket. Oh, no. I say. <laughs> <laughs> so, what backstory are we going to go with then? Because uh, Samantha's was quite good, actually. Yeah, I like that one. 
It fits the village. I mean, we had him as military um, with Giles, didn't we? Well, I had him as Swindon Town centre back. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, I, I quite like Samantha's yeah. backstory. I have to say, I don't. I just don't think he's got spying in him. You know. Well, that was Giles, and I appreciate Giles. I just had him as an old navy merchant. <laughs> <laughs> I think that works because that keeps him with the. He will have been someone that had been around the village a long time, mm. and that also triggers off the hoarding, and that's a very viable reason to start yeah. the hoarding as well, isn't it? So, mm. yeah, well done, Samantha. Yeah. That is yeah. now officially, unofficially, the backstory for Len. <laughs> well done, Samantha. I like that. So, yeah, so when Daisy and Charlie do their version of Rock and Chips or whatever it was called, the uh, Only Fools Norse's prequel. Mm-hmm. That's that's we've yeah you can have that Daisy and Charlie as uh, <laughs> as Len's backstory right we are new I, I, going back to what you just said about that <laughs> I'd love to see Ross's <laughs> 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 on that show <laughs> yeah <laughs> boing <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not open that whole can of words again please All come right. on can let's, let's can up it out <laughs> let's can up it out okay <laughs> right we are gonna delve into the one and only uncle nugget now i feel um just in the conversations that we've had between ourselves we're gonna leave helena to the end Oh, you're just, you're but no, just because you know we feel that there's that's going to take up the majority of the podcast. Yeah. I'm intrigued to hear what you've written. So, really so Neil, do you want to go first or shall I go first? You go first this week. Okay, I went first last week. Okay, mine's quite quite short, but uh, but violent, which is pretty much what <laughs> Uncle Nugget is. So I've got back in 1984 at the age of 22, Uncle Nugget started the village's only punk band. The village was always at least seven years behind the trend. The band were called the Bullshit Bastards and only did one gig in the village hall. Well, only one song as Uncle Nugget stage dived during the guitar break and there were only three people in the audience. So Uncle Nugget broke his nose and started shaking his head so the blood went everywhere. He was banned from the village shortly afterwards and he had his first visit to the prison not long after that. Ah, okay. So he was a punk rocker. That's what I had as his as his early days. You could see it. You can see it. Definitely, Pav. I'm with you on that. You could see it. Well, mine starts even further back. So he's obviously from the village through and through. Been there, I will say, most of his life, or should have been there most of his life. Troublesome child. He was always in trouble. Always expelled from schools. Um, ended up being homeschooled, trying to, and in the end, just being one of those kids that were just waifs and strays on the street, where he then went into his first life of crime and spent his first time in some sort of borstal. And there from there now, he was in and out. Now, on the street, people knew him. They were afraid of him because he was a dick. <laughs> you know, <laughs> some people like that. Um, even though he's saying it's just for a laugh. He loved a bit of armed robbery. It doesn't matter who it was, family or friends, uh, strangers. So I can see him as being one of, you know, the characters we all know, like we all know Big Mandy, but like Uncle Nugget is that one that we all know is just a troublesome, troublesome fella. Okay. Mm. And now, drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see okay. you can I, listen. I agree with Neil, actually, about a lot of it. So... Steve Nuggins is in his late 60s. Um, he doesn't live in the village. He lives in Sirencester. 
nearby. <laughs> okay, that says a lot. <laughs> uh, so he's married to Linda and have been since they were um, late teens, early 20s. They've got two children, Sarah's 32 and Daniel's 35. Um, so yeah, he had a troubled school life. He didn't finish with any exams. He barely even like attended. And he was one of those kids that was always around at like, the back of the bike shed selling fags for a pound each or whatever. Um, and beating up kids because they looked at him the wrong way or whatever. He's always in trouble. Detention all the time. He's never really had a job. Why does why bother? He hasn't got any qualifications and he can live off benefits. Um, he does the occasional cash and hand work bit of a wheeler dealer and does he's one of those people that turns up at your place looking for like scrap metal and stuff just helps himself to it um so he's got an alcohol addiction which started when he started going to the pub to avoid linda um he's a prankster uh he used to hang around with martin and fred west when they went to like the pub on a thursday night for paul or whoever it was Uh, but he thinks martin is an idiot um, he always takes things too far and has anger issues and he flies off the handle really easily um, and it escalates to violence. Um, he doesn't like people taking the mick out of him or telling him what to do and likes to be in control of everything. Um, he likes showing off to Kerry, but he doesn't like Curtin because Curtin tries to tell him what to do and answers back. Um, he became hooked on drugs in prison as it was easier to get hold as they were easier to get hold of than drink. And um he was on a lad's trip to Swindon uh, for one of his mate's birthdays when he saw the bus and they bet him 50 quid that he wouldn't get in and drive it. So that's how <laughs> that all started. <laughs> yes. Is, is that, that was like talking to an FBI profiler then. That was, <laughs> that was like Clary Stalin in the Silence of the Lambs. Do you know what, um, Helen? I'm pretty much on board with everything you said there. It just, that's the nugget I had in my head. Yeah. We've all I've seen just been thinking guys. about people I know from like my own small town and mm. um yeah, just trying to piece all of their stories together to make it what you see. You know when you watch like the the road wars or you know, those type of programs, you've got those kids that are perpetually in trouble, always being chased by the police, um, always up to no good. That's nugget. Yeah. 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 Always He's the sort of guy that would have a, one of those videos, those horrible videos on his phone that would think, you know, like somebody being beheaded, but he'd think it was funny. Yeah. And show you it. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. What, like yeah. two girls, one cup, Neil? Yeah. No, oh, like, like, like that video. Oh, right. Violence. Whereas that's just hilarious <laughs> to watch your reactions, Helena. Honestly, you want to watch Pav's <laughs> reactions. We ought to just. It's your do... mission to bring that up in every single. <laughs> yeah. I've scarred him for life and I'm very sorry, Pav. But your reaction was it's pure just, genius. It's the way you sat, you sat there saying, yeah, if somebody had that kind of thing on their phone, it's disgusting. And you did that exact same thing to me. So, But not on the phone. I, I had to bring it up on the laptop. <laughs> Yeah, it, <laughs> it was just well it was already on there wasn't it so it was easier for you to no, show me than it was no, already it was, on it was borrowed it, it, a nugget would be sending that round to his nan and to yeah. kids and all sorts because he'd think that was funny he'd, yeah uh... i was thinking in the village is there anybody i know that like slugs is somebody that when you see him walking towards you in the street you roll your eyes and go oh fucking hell it's slugs mm-hmm is Uncle Nugget probably the only person from the village that you would actually physically like cross over the road so that you, yeah, you know, because I don't, I don't he think, knows you. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think even like Big Mandy or Martin. I think you would just like keep your head down and carry on walking. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uncle Nugget is one of those guys that you don't know what he's going to do. 
Yeah. No, so Mandy and Martin, they're a bit all talk and uh, all the gear and no idea. Exactly. So they they talk the talk and say they're going to do X, Y, Z. They 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 never would, would they? And they, no. they wouldn't know how to. But Nugget really would. And like you, you just wouldn't want to antagonize it because he'd just turn around and punch you or frog march you to the cash point and draw your money out, spend it on knives of roasting joint and acid. Mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you, you get the feeling that he'd be the sort of person that would smile at you and then punch you in the face. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you wouldn't know yeah. what was coming around yeah. the corner. So he's, start... the, he's the man, if you nudged his pint, he'd be on you straight away. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. so that goes straight into our very f- our first category, got range. Uh, I am I mean, I'm assuming that we're going to have some sort of big scores uh, for a few of the um, categories Please. here. Uh, where are we? What do we think? So, uh, Helena, what's your score for... Straight in with a big one. Straight in at 100. A hundred. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Neil? 90. Okay. See, I thought I was going over the top with 85. (laughs) (laughs) So that just shows you, that shows you where I am with this. Um, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory really, I think, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think he's got a softer side though? I know we'll come up with random acts of kindness and stuff, but I, I mean, do you think he ever has ever regretted being in a fight, or do you think that his his brain wiring isn't wired that way? No. no, I think he really thinks that. Yeah, I don't think he realizes the implications of what he does on other people. He's only thinking about himself through everything, um, and he's had a bloody good time, and he's had a, a right laugh doing it all. And it was, you know, it was really funny watching the police chase him or that person mm. squirming on the floor because they'd been punched. So yeah, I don't think it would re- it would register at all. Yeah, I'm exactly the same, Helen. I don't think he's got any sort of moral compass in that place yeah. at all. So you don't think that there's any... He doesn't feel regret or feel guilt no. for anything that he does? Too selfish. He probably yeah. regrets, has some regrets, but not feelings of remorse or anything. No. So regrets that he got caught. Yeah. Probably won. You know, that'll be about it. Or regrets that he split a knuckle when he punched that poor sod in the pub. Mm. That'd be about it. He wouldn't care about the the lad lying on the floor. <laughs> or regrets that he only cut off the bloke's um, thumb in the um, in the um, and his whole hand or something. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Do we do we think that he's ever killed anybody? I didn't go that far. <laughs> Not quite. No. I'm just wondering. I mean, again, he wouldn't be out of no, prison, would he? No, no. Probably more by luck than judgment. Yeah. Or I'm not saying that people would know. I'm not saying something that he got charged with. Mm. Would you think that he, I mean, obviously he, we think he's capable or do you think that's just that step too far? Do you think a punch in the face is something that he could do? But I mean, it's getting a bit dark. I think think he'd have his initial one punch and then go away or one swipe with a sword and off, you know, like a samurai sword (laughs) or whatever, and then he'd go. I don't know that he'd stay in there to stab someone 52 times or something, you know? No. Um, but that's not to say that he probably isn't, you know, he has the capability to do that, doesn't he? And probably the um, the uh, mental um, composure to do that, I suppose. Yeah. But he just um, hasn't. But were you had him playing pool with Fred West. Would he have, like, known what Fred was doing? Would he have been, like, at any of Fred West's parties, that sort yeah, of thing? I don't think anybody knew what Fred West was doing, did they, apart no, from No, but he famously people. had these orgies, didn't he? 
him and Rose. Was... Uh, so yes, got... he, well, I mean, that moves on to one of my other ones, but I, I'm not sure that he would have partaken in that. Mm. I think he probably had a laugh with Fred and he probably, a bit like Martin, is a bit indifferent to what he did, you know, and actually mm. he was all right, bloke, I got on right with him. Um, mm. don't know, maybe he idolises him a little bit, but I don't know that he'd have got involved with that or gone to those sort of parties. Mm. That makes sense. Yep. Um, right. Okay. So that's a solid start there for uh, for Uncle Nugget. Um, <laughs> I think he's going to be the top trump on on that one by the looks of it. Uh, right. So we'll go to Peeper. Uh, what do we think, um, Neil? For your well, he's quite score? high on this for me. Eighty. Not that he's an active like Martin creepy Peeper, but he's the sort of bloke that would think nothing of ripping a girl's top down in a pub for a laugh or trousers. Um, probably... <laughs> <laughs> or, or trousers <laughs> in the middle of a pub. Yeah, if so, you know what they call them, nutmeg them when they just stood. If they got the like jogging bottoms, he'd think that was hilarious with a woman. I think. Also, he's the sort of guy that would have that stash under his van seat of top shelf magazines and that sort of thing. I'm certain of it. You know, in his prison cell, he's probably got the page three models all pinned up on his wall. That sort of creep. <laughs> right, okay. So he's quite high in that sense for me. He's not an out-and-out out where he's staring through windows type of peeper. He's a pervy peeper, if you know what I mean. He's a pervy person rather than a peeper person. Right, okay. Helena, what do you reckon? Complete opposite direction. So I've gone for 16 because I've said that he's only got eyes for Linda and actually he finds her rather annoying um, but he finds women in general annoying. He'd rather be with the lads having, you know, a laugh with the lads and stuff. And actually, he doesn't want any more nagging or pestering or anything from another woman. He's already got that with Linda. So mm. why bother? So I didn't think he was kind of interested in that, that kind of side. I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah. You know, he's either going to be one way or the other, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's going to be that obsessive idiot. or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've gone the same as you, Helen. I've gone for 12. Right. I, I don't think I think his his small brain is so full of capacity with violence and that kind of thing that there's no room for any kind of peeping thoughts at all. You know what I mean? Is he wouldn't even he wouldn't even think of like pulling a woman's trousers down <laughs> for a laugh. Why anyone would think of pulling? I think that says more about you, Neil, than than Uncle no, Nugget. Sort of, yeah, but that's the sort I have of thing never, in all the time I've spent in a pub, seen a man for a laugh go. I'm going to grab that woman's trousers and pull <laughs> them down. A man's maybe, but when would you ever, in any kind of life, pull a woman's trousers down in the pub, Neil? If your Uncle Nugget with no morals. I don't even know how you even thought of that, let alone do it. <laughs> Just that well, idea. I, let me tell you a story. <laughs> yeah. okay? Exactly. I was stood in a pub in Sirencester, won't name which pub, and I was chatting to the person to the right of me, which was a guy, and there was a girl who was wearing these, do you remember those sort of 90s balloon sort of pants? Like MC pants. Hammer kind of ones. Nearly, but they were sort of the fashion she was wearing those and a piss bloke came in and he was a knob, I won't name his name, and he was always a knob around town, walked straight in and pulled her trousers <laughs> down in the pub. Nutmegged her at the bar. That's ridiculous. Wow. So I've seen it firsthand. 
Well, then I didn't know her from Adam. I apologise then. I didn't realise that that was actually a thing. (laughs) You know, I could sort of imagine it, but like like you, Pav, I I just don't think that Nugget thinks about that. And like I said earlier on, I think he thinks that Martin's an idiot. Um, Although he used to hang around with him, Mm. it doesn't necessarily. He thinks what Martin does and all the people and all that is is stupid, and he doesn't have time for that. I See, I've got more of as a perv, a bit pervy rather than peepy, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Not no, that that... peeping's not pervy, but do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's, far, just... it's far too many peas, whatever it is, Neil. Yeah, well, it'll leave it out in the middle anyway, won't it? So <laughs> I'm sure <Yeah>. it will. <laughs> right then, random acts of kindness. Right now, I've gone very low for this because I don't think he's got any kindness. Even towards his wife, I don't think he's got that much kindness. So I've gone for seven. I've gone for a really low for this. So, Helena, what do you reckon for... Five. Oh, my God. There's me thinking again I was going to be <laughs> the baseline for this. Neil? I've gone ten. Okay. <laughs> so you've been very generous there, I think. Well, I went just a little bit because, you know, it, I, it's not the kindness in there, but he thinks he's being kind. Like, he might say to some, like, I don't know... He might leave a couple of goes on the fruit machine if he's got a go quick. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> so there's a little bit in there. Not... I don't know anybody that would do that. I would rather just press it really quickly than give away. Can you imagine walking out of the pub and hearing ka-ching, 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 ka-ching <laughs> when you've left? I don't know. I mean, that was just the, the example I used. But yeah, he's got very, very little kindness in there. He might have yeah, a little bit yeah. for Linda. He might buy her a card on her birthday. Mm. you know there's very little kindness in there he's the you know he's going to walk past somebody if they're in pain on the street if they fall he kick him yeah he, ain't <laughs> yeah, he might be the one that tripped him <laughs> yeah if they fell but yeah he's got no no real kindness in him at all no anything else to say on that helena no not really i just put that he only ever um takes things off other people and does things for his own gain. So I think I've been generous with five, to be fair. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to remember yeah. if, he, if we go with your besotted with Linda, he's going to have to have a little bit there, isn't he? Because Linda yeah. would put up with it. Otherwise, yeah, you true. Know, why would she stick around if he was a complete utter shit house? I mean, what with Linda then? What do you think? Like as we're recording this, it'd be Valentine's Day on Sunday. What do you think his version of Valentine's Day would be for his wife? Something from the garage. Be a last minute thing, but he buy a like I don't yeah. know a box of matchsticks. Yeah, and uh and uh the the last card on this stand that doesn't quite fit. Yeah, <laughs> it's not to my wife or what. It's yeah, uh, yeah, not quite a fit. Like, not quite the right wording in a card, but it's a card anyway. Yeah, with with with, a, with, like... with sympathy or something. Yeah, with sympathy. Like that, I mean, just care. I mean, she. I mean, where he's like a bit of a wheeler dealer, just you know, doing this, that, and the other. She she's quite happy, isn't she? She can live her life. She can, I don't know, probably work at the supermarket and go off and meet her friends for lunches. And she can go out and with the girls every Friday night or whatever. And she's quite, you know, self sufficient. And you know, he he keeps her to the manner which she's accustomed, and she's happy with that. And mm. you know, they both get what they need from it. Mm. That's kind of how I thought. I mean, it'd be interesting to know a bit more about Linda, wouldn't it? Whether or not she's, mm. is, is, you know, is she maybe just as into violence as 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 Uncle Nugget, or is is she downtrodden and um, I just wouldn't say abused, I would, but I, I wouldn't say that. I think she's just ignorant to it. Yeah, right. 
I mean, she's got a lovely house. I mean, with all her IKEA furniture and stuff, and she's got the two kids. And um, yeah, she's, it's like a kind of kept woman. And like, and he goes off and does his thing, and she just doesn't care because it's not her problem. You know, she hasn't got mm. him under her feet all the time, which seems yeah. just fine. And yeah. she and she's probably quite happy when he's in prison because he's mm. off, like say, doing his thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Interesting. Uh, right, cockwomble. Uh, Helena, let's have your score first. Eighty-five. Eighty-five. Okay, I've gone eighty for this one. Again, I thought I was going to be the highest. Obviously not. Neil, <laughs> ninety-five. <laughs> ninety-five. <laughs> yeah, I think he's Holy crap. pretty much a perfect cockwomble. Yeah, because he's not going to think seconds about punching you. He's not going to think about a second of stealing your phone off the table. No. He ain't going to be a second about you know. Knocking your pint out your hand for a laugh. He's just a complete and utter tit. I think to himself, he's not an idiot. And he's really cool. And, you mm. know, like he would think everyone would want to be him. But to everybody else looking in, he's, he epitomises Cockwomble. Yeah. He just, he's just what complete and utter idiot through and through. He's a perfect villain because every good villain thinks that what they do is right. And yeah. uh-huh. and I think he, you're absolutely right. I think he's one of those guys that will walk walk down the street, hearing like the Bee Gees playing, thinking that he's the coolest guy in the world, and everybody is walking over the road so they don't have to be anywhere near him. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe some of the scores on here just for the fact that he's pretty much like the top Trump for almost every. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna well, well every I mean, bad one, every bad yeah. category. The way the categories are fits perfectly to what little we know of Uncle yeah, Nigger in the actual canon. Yeah. So, I mean, it, uh, <laughs> is there anything it, they say about him? I can't think off the top of my head that is any way redeeming. No, every, everything everything they pretty much say about him is has negative connotations yeah. in some way, doesn't it? Yeah. So that's you know, it's a, how it sums our scores up. Then it's it? either yeah. something to do with violence or him losing his head, or mm-hmm. he was only having a laugh. There's there's nothing yeah. there about oh well yeah it was great because Uncle Nugget did this for us or that for us. Yeah. yeah there's, there's, no. there's there's none of that and. Helena says there's none of that, so that means there's none of that because <laughs> because Helena's our stato. She knows exactly. <laughs> uh, right, the final one then. Now this one I think might be a bit controversial. So mm-hmm. having a laugh. Um, go on, Neil. What did you put as your? I put twenty because some, some of the things he does may be quite funny, but probably not very much of it. But he always tries to justify it with. Just having a laugh. Mm. Okay. So it's, it's his expression, mm-hmm. just having a laugh. But the majority of what he thinks he's having a laugh with, not many other people would. No. Okay, Helena? So I really struggled with this one because if he was to score himself, he mm. would score himself as 100 because he's the funniest person out there. But to anyone else looking in, and this is how I've scored it in the end, Same as what me, he does yeah. isn't funny. So I've scored him as 14. It was originally okay. four, but I've raised it. Um, right. Because actually, most of what he does isn't funny. The only reason it's a slightly higher score is something like the chicken run thing. At the time, that wasn't funny, but afterwards they were able to laugh about yeah. it. So the, they, when you're in the situation, it's not funny, but afterwards you, 
can see the ridiculousness of it. So that was why it was a slightly higher score. Right, I went 99. (laughs) 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 Mainly because, like, having a laugh is the name of the category, and that's that's his saying. saying, And it it seems to me that it would be from his point of view if you like okay. although obviously obviously then that contradicts everything with every other character that we talk about um but that's how i looked at it with uncle nugget it's just that it's it's his i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with that i'm not gonna change it i'm gonna right. stick with that um, so you're looking at it from a, a different perspective that me and helen have looked at it. That's yeah and um, but the so. trouble is it's also a different perspective with every other person we talk about for that character for, for that category Okay. Which probably then, like I say, contradicts my decision for that score. It should be a low <laughs> score. Um, and the more and more I'm talking, the more I feel I should change it to a low <laughs> score. It all depends on who else jo- <laughs> listens and what they vote and how they perceive it. Yeah, it but is we can't, cool we can't one, but... dictate that it's that way. We're taking it that other people are having a laugh. Mm. People that are playing the game might like you and um, think it's uh, the person. How they See, feel. well, the reason I think that it's that. If you look at it, just hit. If he's in a room with his family, and like you say about the chicken run thing, where you say, "Oh, well, they 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 laughed about it afterwards," I get the feeling that a lot of people in the family are scared. Well, a lot of people everywhere are scared of him, mm. so people will laugh at whatever it is he does. So that's why he thinks he's funny. Mm. But that yeah, that laugh <laughs> is just nerves, isn't it? And that's just fear. Yeah. Um, rather than it being, and his it was only a laugh is his sort of excuse stroke apology for anything he's done, which he knows he shouldn't have done, but he can justify it by saying, I was only having a laugh, as in, I didn't really mean it, except he did mean it, otherwise he wouldn't have done it in the first place. Yeah, so so does that mean I should score it higher or should score it lower? I'm confused now. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's down to you, Pav, how you yeah. perceive it, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to change my score. Okay. So it was originally 99. I'm just going to give him nine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go from one extreme to the other. Because the trouble is, if I don't score it like that, then how do I score having a laugh for every other character? Mm -hmm. It needs to be from looking out, looking in, shouldn't it? Rather than putting putting myself into the character's shoes. Yeah, that's the only way I've perceived that question, actually, with all that we've done. Okay, we'll go for that then. <laughs> I'm gonna work out the score. I will just work out the scores again. Okay. Uh, I mean, look, everybody listening, maybe you agree with my original thing and you want to score them higher. It's entirely how you decide to perceive it. Um I was I I had my mind changed by uh by Neil and Helena there for that. Right, so we've got his final scores. Okay, interesting. So we have got range ninety two. So I, I don't. That's going to take some beating, I think. Mm. Um, Peeper thirty six. Okay. Random acts of kindness seven. Cockwomble eighty seven. Wow, nice. And having a laugh now went from forty four down to fourteen. So he is now on fourteen. Um, I think they're quite reasonable, as, as in as in truthful scores. I think, yeah. From what we know of the character, from the little we know, I'd say that makes that's yeah. right. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, be very I'd... interested in how other people score it and and 
how psychotic they've got him as. Yeah. That's what's what going to be interesting. What yeah. was weird was looking at Len's scores, uh, his, some of his scores changed loads because of what people, the scores that they brought in. Um, and it changed, like a couple of them didn't really change, but I mean, Cockwomble, I think he was, he was up in the seventies, like the, the late seventies. And then a few people had much lower scores for him as a Cockwomble. Mm. So, but I don't think looking at Uncle Nugget scores, I can't see there being much wiggle room there. I, th- I think we've pretty much got it how it's going to be. Mm. Unless we've all completely misjudged the character <laughs> yeah. and somebody I mean, sees something we don't, which might be there. That is true. I mean, if look, I'll say it now. If random acts of kindness get over ten, there's something wrong with everybody out there. Yeah. <laughs> I really, or, or they've been watching a completely different show that we've been watching. That's really, really weird. Um, uh, so yeah, so there you go. That's his scores. Uh, now, listeners, it's over to you. Uh, if you want to email us or go onto the social medias and uh, send us your scores, Neil, when I give you the information on how you can do that. Absolutely. Neil, go. You can e- well email us at wtafthiscountry@hotmail.com with your scores. We please like to see and read them. If you want to put explanations, all the better, all the better, and we will endeavour to read them out on the next show. Likewise, you can contact us on all the social medias under This Country Pod. So you can message us on either of those. Is that all of them, Pav? Uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Instagram. And they can message on all of them. Yeah, we haven't sorted out the TikTok yet, Neil, but don't worry, we'll start doing funny dances and <laughs> and that jumping up and down and oh changing. Oh my god, clothes. I'd pay good money to see that. <laughs> uh, when lockdown ends, you'll be on TikTok. Well, once I worked out, I, I've got no idea what it's all about. My daughter <laughs> keeps going on about it. I, Dad, come and do a TikTok with me. I've got no idea what they're talking about. So. <laughs> Uh, who knows? Who knows what might happen in the future? Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, if you want to, do. please email us. We'd love to know what your scores are going to be. Uh, if you would like to become a Patreon peeper, then go to patreon.com forward slash WTAF uh, and come and join us every Wednesday. We have our Zoom meet up, our This Country This Week, which is loads of fun. We play games and and Helena gives us all loads of facts about this country and tells us stuff we don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, we're really building you up, Helena. This is <laughs> it now. People are going to be so disappointed. Just, just think at the live show, Helena, you'll be able to wear a nice long thick dressing gown have a comfy chair at the back yeah i'll sort out a jingle where it'll be ask helena anything (laughs) so we have a h a's we're gonna have that (laughs) every so often just drop there and there you go you'll be there and uh, just asking the next question or answering the question and that is uh, the, the the live show is uh in november we've moved it back again because of Something that's happening all over the world. I'm not yeah, quite sure a what it is. Of a virus there's some, some something's going on. Um, so yeah. So if you go to our website, which is what's the website, Neil? It is uh, wtafpodcast.com, and the link for getting the tickets to the live show are there. We'd be grateful to see you. Yeah, it'd be lovely, and hopefully by then we can hug and touch yeah. each other and all that stuff. Neil, <laughs> Neil will be there at the bar ready to pull your trousers down. <laughs> no, just don't stand next to me at the bar because the person comes in when I'm there and does it. Yeah, well... <laughs> no. It won't be me. It won't be. Right, but uh, that's it for this week. So Uncle Nugget is all done. It's all down to you now, listeners. Get your scores in. And uh, thank you very much for joining us, Helena. 
Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure. It was Great wonderful to, to speak you. to you. And Neil, thank you once again. Thank you, Pav. Now let's um, get that TikTok sorted, Neil. Let's uh, let's let's get going. Let's. Is that what you do? <laughs> I have no idea what that was. You know, I don't. It's just it's showing my age. I don't think I've even seen a TikTok, have I? I'm sure you would have seen the TikTok. You've seen some of the ones Daisies, then I'm sure. Yeah. I haven't seen any of Daisies, have I? Uh, yeah, I'm I sure you would have. Insta- some of her Instagram. Yeah, the yeah. one she does on Instagram where she's like Boris Johnson and stuff like that. Or... Oh, is that on TikTok? Yeah, like TikTok. And when she's dancing TikTok. to the TV theme tunes and stuff, that's TikToks. Okay, that shows my age. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we need to uh, look on YouTube for how to do TikToks or something. Yes. And uh, maybe we can ask Helena how to do them because Helena knows everything. Not <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So thank you very much, guys. Thank Cheers. you. Uh, thank you very much, everybody else, for listening. And go and get plumbed, you fuckers. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal.